Windscape Chapter 17 The Bookshop Now you're sure your father said it was okay to give you a lift? asked Windy. I gave him your registration, Pavel lied. Besides, it's only a few yards, he added. Rolling off the ferry in Windy's car, Jenny and Pavel could barely contain their laughter. McGovern was being frog-marched off the ferry to a waiting police car. His big red face looked about to explode and his arms were flailing wildly in protest. His tweed hat spun off his head as a further two policemen tried to restrain him. It briefly jiggled in the wind and then spun down into the gap between the boat and the harbour wall like a frisbee. Jenny caught Windy's smile in the rearview mirror. You said you knew him, said Windy. Poor man, not quite the full shilling, I'm afraid, said Pavel. Jenny was bent double and very close to wetting herself. Lord gave a final snarl and then began licking Jenny's face. Where is your father? said Windy. Still at his interview, I would think, said Pavel, still chuckling and pretending to examine his watch. He said he, he, said he was meet us at the railway station. Could you drop us there? Of course, said Windy. They drove out of the ferry terminal, swinging left up an incline before tipping down past the library on their right. Jenny could see a roundabout ahead. Now, have you got your purse this time? Jenny checked her duffel bag as Wendy veered left into the railway car park. Pavel suddenly caught hold of Jenny's arm, still giggling to herself. She whispered, What is it? Pavel stared straight ahead and asked, Is there an airport near Oban? Wendy's eyes looked at them in the mirror. A small one. Pavel jerked Jenny's sleeve and nodded ahead. It's Murdoch, he whispered urgently, his long face drained of all colour. It can't be, hissed Jenny. Pavel whispered sharply into her ear, it is. As Wendy drove closer, Jenny saw the unmistakable figure of Angus Murdoch standing beside the waiting room door. He had several men with him, whom she vaguely recognised, and someone else they both knew very well. She took in a breath. Sandy's here too. Everything all right? Wendy inquired. Yes, she lied again. Pavel leaned forward. We were just thinking that it would be good to, to buy her father a, a book, get him a present. To celebrate his interview, said Jenny, instantly realising that it was a stupid thing to have said. Wendy chuckled to himself. I've never heard of an interview present. He loves books, added Pavel. Mr Murdoch was scanning every single passenger who walked from the ferry to the station. He's not looking for us in a car, whispered Pavel. He looks pretty upset, said Jenny. Yeah, well, he probably saw McGovern, his snitch, being bundled into a police car. Wendy spun the car round and turned another corner. There, said Jenny. Waterstones, said Wendy. What kind of books does he like? There was a short, uncomfortable silence before Pavel blurted out, Fantasy, fantasy and adventure books. Jenny stared at him. Pavel just shrugged his shoulders. As they pulled up to the impressive facade of the bookshop, Jenny and Pavel said their goodbyes to Wendy. Jenny hauled out her duffel bag while Pavel turned to catch Lord's lead. Look, said Wendy, I can't really stop here and you won't be able to take Billy in there. 
So why don't I drive around the block a few times? Give you a few minutes to choose a book. You can take Billy back then. Jenny knew that they didn't really have a choice. Pavel nodded. Sounds good. He closed the side door of the car. Lord began barking as Wendy pulled away. Now what? said Jenny, looking over Pavel's shoulder for any sign of the Murdochs or their henchmen. Pavel caught her hand. In here, Jenny. They opened the glass door and walked into the big bookshop. It stretched back for what seemed like a hundred yards, row upon row of books on either side. Jenny closed her eyes for a moment and took in a deep breath. I love the smell of bookshops, she said. You've never been in one before, Jenny, said Pavel. I still love the smell, she said. Pavel grinned. So they are. Let's move further in. Head for the back of the shop. Several men and women wearing black shirts busied themselves, stacking shelves and chatting to customers. As they neared the back of the shop, Jenny felt Pavel grip her wrist tightly and jerk her down behind a high shelf. I'm sure I just saw Sandy, he said. What? gasped Jenny. He hates books. Which means that he's here looking for us, said Pavel. Staring at the cover of a book called The Magic Scales, her mind erased. She still hadn't spoken to her father. It was now a full day since they'd confronted the wind farm protesters. Pavel moved further round the display. She followed, bent double. Sandy Murdoch's voice was very close by. He was asking one of the bookstore staff if he'd seen a small girl with long blonde hair and a lanky boy a bit older. Pavel pulled her round the display and behind a pillar. I think so, said the man. I just saw a couple of kids like that near the Scottish author section, I think. Sandy shouted to someone, Cover the door! Tell my dad! Jenny began to shake, but Pavel moved them on again. They edged round two more displays and passed a set of stairs on the right. Pavel caught her eye and whispered, Let's go up! What? protested Jenny. They'll see us! Pavel grabbed a heavy book on cooking and lobbed it as far as he could across his shop. Jenny's heart sank. There was a big bang as it toppled a row of books on the other side of the shop. As soon as the commotion began, Pavel pulled her forward. She raced up the stairs and through a glass door marked private. They both waited, listening. She could hear the shouts of men downstairs in the shop, but so far, no one had followed them. Your distraction must have worked. She whispered. Perhaps, said Pavel. Now to get out of here. Upstairs in the warm room, books sat in piles between coffee cups and sheets of paper. Lost, are we? said a voice. Feet were thumping up the stairs. <laughs>